bringing it home with Sarah and Tanil. Sarah, how's it going? It's going great, and it's Valentine's week. Oh, we're the week leading up to Valentine's Day. I'm making the little heart symbol with my hands. <laughs> Nobody can see it, but it's always an exciting time because, I don't know, we start to ponder our relationships. We celebrate yes. love and all those wonderful things. And, um, you know, this pandemic <laughs> has presented some <clears throat> unique situations yes. for love and romance. Yes. So this I mean, Valentine's Day is gonna look a little different good. for some people. You know, a lot of a lot of relationships have been impacted positively and some negatively by that's right. And so this is definitely one of those conversations you'll want to stick around for. And we had to bring in somebody who yes. knows a little bit more about relationships than we do. We have our our friend, Dr. Heather Sedges. She is um, the Assistant Professor of Human Development for Family and Consumer Science with the University of Tennessee Extension. But we just call her Heather. Yeah. Hey, Heather. <laughs> hey, ladies. How are y'all doing? We are good. We feel like we're on that level with you and we're getting ready to talk about relationships. So we're just going to call you Heather. How about that? I much prefer that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are going to talk about some fun, uh, lighter topics, right. but I want to start and get the heavy one out of the way. Okay. Uh, because we've been hearing on the news that during the pandemic, there's been an increase in couple violence and things like that since the pandemic has started. And I guess we need a little background and understanding right. as far as, first of all, is it true? And yes. second of all, why would this be the case, Heather? Yeah, that's a really great question, and this is a heavy topic, and so <clears throat> there's a number of reasons, and there's a lot of theoretical ways that we could talk about this, but the way it basically makes sense is when we're really stressed out, when people in general are really stressed out, it's hard for us to make healthy decisions about a lot of different things. And one of those things is about um, how we treat other people uh, in some situations. So we know that the risk for domestic violence has increased for those who don't even have a history of it in their relationship. But we also wow. know oh. that, yeah, yeah. So we know that the risk has increased and that's kind of related to the idea that um, People are in times of high stress, and especially when stress happens long term, such as with COVID um, and job loss that's resulted from that, that people turn to coping mechanisms like substance use and alcohol. These are really maladaptive coping resources. But when we do that, it increases the likelihood for um, violent situations to occur. So we know that there's an increased risk. And we also know that there is an absolute increased risk for couples uh, that have a history. Uh, what's really interesting about that issue is that we've seen reporting and outreach about this issue actually decrease during COVID. However, we all know that because of what we've seen in previous situations with disasters and, and other things, that um, the incidences of violence in a relationship um, may be on the increase. Um, the isolation that is kind of part of one of the main tactics that perpetrators use is 
exactly what COVID is presenting to us. Mm. So what's really difficult is that people in those situations are at increased risk because of being isolated. And just as a quick reminder, domestic violence is not just about physical violence. It can also be emotional, sexual, verbal, financial. Um, It's really about power in couples. So I just wanna highlight real quick a couple of resources if people are concerned or about others or about um, themselves. Okay. So the first one is, um, it's an app, and it's you can find it by going to um, any of the app stores, but you can also find it online. It's called myplanapp.org. That's M-Y-P-L-A-N-A-P-P dot O-R-G. And another one is Circle of Six app, and that's C-I-R-C-L-E-O-F, the number six app.com and if they'd like a phone number the national domestic violence hotline is 1-800-799-7233 or they can text love is that's l-o-v-e-i-s and it's all one word to 1-866-331-9474 So those are some resources and that's very important to get that word out um, because, you know, the isolation is there. And so we know we have people that are in that situation. So thank you for starting us off with that. Um, We'll we'll lighten it up a little bit um, because the pandemic, it has affected the amount of time that we're spending with our significant others. Um, Some of us are having less time together, especially, I guess, if your significant other is in a... um, Like a frontline job. Yeah, an essential worker of some sort. Mm -hmm. But then some of us have a lot more time together. Because everybody got sent home. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, some of us, look at my face, Sarah, have a lot more time together. So... (laughs) What do you think, Heather, are some challenges that being together more than we're used to uh, can bring? And kind of how can we make that work to our advantage? Yeah, that's a really great point. And um, I I, I will also share in the sentiment that a lot more togetherness time is happening around here, too. (laughs) (laughs) So so I'm going to come back to something I mentioned earlier about the stress of of the pandemic. And I'm going to introduce two terms. One is acute stress and one is chronic stress. And what happened at the beginning of the pandemic is um, it's acute. So acute is short-term stress. So the pandemic for us has gone from being a short-term stressor to a long-term. All right. So with that comes increased stress, right? We're just worn out. So maybe in the beginning, some of that together time was was romantic. Maybe it was exciting. Um, maybe we're going to see a baby boom. <laughs> <laughs> True. Not at our house. <laughs> Nor mine. <laughs> so, so, you know, some of that was really great, but maybe that's kind of worn out over time. And there are a couple of things that, that are impacting that. One, especially if there are others in the home besides the couple. So I'm talking children, other parents, other family members that really can increase the stress because you're navigating so many relationships and quite frankly, so many different tasks. 
So what's happening is, you know, are we able to change the way we function day to day to match this increased level of stress and togetherness? And what we know is that for couples who are able to adapt and move through time together um, and say to one another, you know what, we, all we do is make laundry. I need help folding the laundry. You know, and having a partner who's responsive to that, that can be a really healthy protective factor. And so really paying attention to what some of those um, kind of pain points are and how they've changed as we've been together more as time has gone on. Now, folding laundry together says romance to me. I don't know about y'all, but... (laughs) Now now you're just getting into love language. Well, I was literally going to say that. That is my love language. (laughs) Well, let's flip that. So, for the couples that are spending less time together, you know, due to work, or maybe they don't live in the same place and are used to traveling to see each other and they can't right now, what are some suggestions for ways for those people to stay connected? I think, yeah, I, I, that's, that's very, very difficult as well. And so, again, coming back to the stress, that's just increased stress on the relationship. So I think an important aspect for them is about intentionality. And what I mean by that is really, uh, and this goes for all of us too, um, about deciding, not sliding. And what I mean Ooh, by that, We yeah, love those yeah, phrases. Tell us more. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> deciding. <laughs> Not sliding. Okay. Decide, don't slide. Okay. Okay. Tell us. So what this is really about is saying, hey, because we're apart um, or maybe we're torn apart because we're spending, we're so stressed out or whatever the case may be, we're going to be intentional and we are going to once a week um, have a, a lighthearted fun game night together or we're gonna start talking about and fi- figuring out what what is our love language what's your love language how do we uh you know present that to one another and respond to that but whatever it is it's about deciding together how to pay attention to the relationship you know so many times we think of it's just me plus you equals relationship but quite frankly the relationship and how it functions is is as important as taking care of ourselves and others. So we want to treat that very, very intentionally versus just sliding and saying, oh, well, I'll catch you next time. Or, you know, maybe, you know, the text I sent didn't go through, so I'm not going to try again. Um, but things like that. So really paying attention and deciding to, to be together in novel new ways that's right there's a lot of avenues for that now yeah physically be together that didn't exist (laughs) several years ago (laughs) so there are more options now now here's one of the issues that i've got personally um Couples are just not going out because, you know, things are closed. We're practicing social distance. Um, we don't go out to eat anymore. I haven't seen a movie in over a year uh, in a theater. I didn't think I'd ever say that. But what ideas do we have for couples that are trying to make their together time special? I mean, the laundry time is special. Don't get me wrong. But if we want to kind of, I guess, recreate some of the things that we're not able to do right now. Like a date. Yeah, what yeah. kind of date can we have? 
You know, I, I, I love this question and I come back to the notion of playfulness. Okay. Um, it was easy to play pretend when we were kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. And when we um, are bogged down with adulting and um, COVID stress and uh, homeschooling, you name it, and cooking yet another meal, sometimes the playfulness that is so important to relationships uh, gets lost. I don't feel and playful. It's serious business. <laughs> And you're, you're down to, you know, who's who's doing what and when, and it's, it gets a lot of logistics in, in there. So I would really um, encourage couples to return to some of the playfulness. And you can do that even if you have to pretend. And coming back to this childhood notion, so maybe you set up the living room like a movie theater, or maybe you do get dressed up. My, my husband and I actually... We have Valentine's Day planned, and we plan on getting dressed up and um, ordering dinner in, and um, we're actually going to play restaurant. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> oh, how fun. And so I really encourage people to think about what ways, and again, this comes back to that decide, don't slide. Is it going to take yeah. a little bit of effort? Is it going to take some resources, some time? Yeah, absolutely. And when we're all exhausted, it's kind of the last thing we want to do. But when we value the relationships um, yeah. in our everyday life, we have to. It's worth it. It's worth the effort. Yes. You see, the wheels are turning yes. now. But, you know, one thing that Heather said that's absolutely correct, it's going to take a little more effort to create something versus getting dressed and going out to something that somebody else right. created for us. Woo! Did you catch that? Uh -huh. Wow. I like that idea. Wow. Well, but, you know, there's also great resources online. They can, um, you know, we mentioned earlier about love languages. Right. right. I think Valentine's Day is a great time to explore. Now, love languages are just a, a great communication tool. It's not that it's not the end-all be-all assessment of relationship quality or anything, but it gives us a tool to discuss with our partner how we give and receive love. And sometimes it's surprising and, and it can change over time and uh, we can have multiple types of love languages for different types of contexts and relationships, but it's a nice way to start talking together. So, um, and I also think being able to embrace some of that playfulness again, but coming back to some surprises. So leaving a note under the person's pillow or by their tooth toothbrush, um, just little yeah. connection points. Those little, those little acts of kindness, you know, like I noticed yeah. you, I thought of you when I saw this, you know, or I know you're tired. So, Here's dinner. Just little things. I know you're hungry, but read this note I attached to your sandwich yeah. before you eat it. <laughs> that type of thing. Or like, hey, I noticed that you did that. Like, And then acknowledging yes. that they did it means a lot. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Here's a whole... I want to take a quick turn for our last question. There are single... A lot of single people out there that, you know... That listen to our podcast. Yeah. Hey, y'all. We see you. Or... <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, basically, like, your traditional ways of meeting people and hanging out and going out with friends, and that that looks very different right now. And just because we're in the middle of a pandemic doesn't mean that people don't want to connect. We still want people. romance. Yes. <laughs> you know, so what are some, you know, safe ways that people, or some safe options, I guess, for people to maybe get out there 
you know. She I'm used her air quotes that you can't see. <laughs> you know, if you're not comfortable with the social settings right now. Yeah, I think that's a really great question. And you know, isolation is and and loneliness in particular are not good for our mental well-being um for our mental health it, we want to connect with people we enjoy doing that it's very natural i would really advocate for use of um online um in a safe way but like zoom dates is definitely an option and online dating has seen an increase we um some of those online um apps and that sort of thing we've seen an increase in that you know, um, I actually read a, a little um, thing on Facebook the other day, and it was about a couple who had met online at the beginning of the pandemic, and they met each other for the first time, uh, you know, just a couple of weeks ago. And they had been connecting online and through the phone. And, you know, I think it's important to to connect in, you know, in person, of course, keeping it socially distanced and safe, but then at a certain point, if it does grow into a relationship to say, hey, you know, I'm going to quarantine for two weeks. If you quarantine for two weeks, maybe we can see each other. So, right. <laughs> That's you know, love. That is love. <laughs> Young love. Talk about love. But, you know, I also do think it's important for people to um, reach out and have some of those uh, Zoom parties or um, even, you know, connecting through online groups of where they might share an interest with someone. So a lot of people have picked up hobbies mm -hmm. during uh, this time, whether it be house plants or photography or something like that. Find some of those online groups where you might share. Oh, that's a great idea. Something in common. Uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's so and fun. Then, and then get outside. If there's a safe way to connect outside, you know, Going for a hike, going for a walk, yes. going for an outside. And as the weather warms up, going for outdoor picnics, I don't think there's many more things romantic than that. So that's a that is a great way to wrap up. Oh, it this, is this uh, podcast. I think I we think have ideas right now, whether we're married or single or dating or involved or thinking yes. about getting involved. Um, I think we threw something out there for everybody to consider. I agree. So, Doctor Sedges, Heather, thank you so much <laughs> for sharing with us. Oh, thank you all so much for having me on. You all do great work on this podcast, and it's just such an honor to be part of it. Thank you. Thank you, thank and thank you. you to all of our listeners for joining us today. And in the words of Bob Marley, live the life you love. And love the life you live. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody.